Hello and welcome to the DTB podcast about our July 2009 issue. My name's Jenny Blythe, I'm the Deputy Editor and I'm here with Ike Ahianachu, our editor. Hi. So our editorial in this issue is entitled Only in England and it's about the prescription charges. Ike, do you want to say a little bit about it? Yeah, I mean this looks at a, a really strange situation. From April 2011, England, of the four UK countries, will be the only one which charges patients for prescriptions. That just seems a bizarre situation and the, and the editorial really looks at why, or, or more importantly, why that shouldn't be the case. Hmm. And there's also the issue about the exemptions with the, with the prescriptions. For example, some patients with, with chronic diseases having to pay for their, their prescriptions and some people don't. Exemptions are clearly they're, they're useful in the sense that they ensure that some people who shouldn't pay, perhaps can't pay, are exempt. But that just puts the emphasis on those people who do have to pay, who may well have a, an equally serious, equally debilitating chronic disease, but one which isn't categorised as worthy of exemption from the charge. So it's hard to justify why one country within the within the UK should within a very short time be the only one charging patients for receiving prescriptions. Also in the July issue we're reviewing melatonin. Melatonin has been available for a number of years and has been used in a a wide range of sleep disorders, jet lag, primary insomnia, sleep problems in children but recently uh, circadian a prolonged release melatonin has been licensed for primary insomnia in the UK. Yeah, there's a funny situation surrounding melatonin, which is that before the advent of circadian, of course, there hasn't been a licensed melatonin product. So a lot of these other indications that you mentioned, Jenny, have have used unlicensed forms of melatonin. This is the first one which has a license specifically for a specific indication in the, in the UK, uh, primary insomnia. So it's going to be interesting, we feel, to know how it's being used in practice. And, and what we've tried to do is look at the evidence to give a view as to whether it works or not. The second article in our issue this month is entitled Which Approach for First Trimester Miscarriage? Historically, first trimester miscarriage has been managed surgically, but more recently, both medical management and what's called expectant management have also been used. And in our article, we review all three methods. I mean, it's obviously a a really interesting and very sensitive topic, what you do about a woman who is clearly miscarrying, how best to manage her. Clearly, the evidence is crucial as to which of those three techniques you described, Jenny, work best in different circumstances. There's clearly, obviously, a a big role for women's preference. And I think what's really interesting about this area is, is how you meld the hard evidence with what's best for the woman in front of you. Mm -hmm. The third article in our issue is entitled What are excipients doing in medicinal products? So Ike, what is an excipient? (laughs) Excipients are one of those odd things which everybody kind of would suggest they kind of know about but actually put them on the spot and they probably wouldn't have much of an idea and that's actually a bit of a shame because excipients are are as important in their in, in their way as the actual active products the excipient is the the fillers which people ignore if they ever look at to see what the contents of a medicine they'll see the the drug they're interested in and perhaps they'll glaze over the fact that there are these other components well those other components are really important because they may have been crucial in how the the medicine's been developed in the first place and they may have 
effects both wanted and unwanted on the patient that you might prescribe the medicine to. So having some basic knowledge about what they are doing in medicines is really important. Yes, and the article also signposts towards where you can find that information in, in texts that we use on a daily basis. So to read these articles in full, go to our website, dtb.bmj.com.